0: By the way, I think the Tesla thing is amazing, but I just have to play devil's advocate.
1: Yep. (laughs) I feel you, bro.
2: Especially because she always has to pee. So for the sake of editing, just say, this week's fuck, Mary kill is blah, 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 blah.
0: (laughs) We'll edit Let's the see, other stuff out.
1: <laughs> little peek behind the curtain.
0: <laughs> okay, so this week's Buck Mary kill is Whoopi Goldberg, Jen Kirkman, and Carol Burnett. Let's see, Whoopi Goldberg,
2: Jen Kirkman, Carol Burnett,
0: and I believe Jen Kirkman shares a birthday with you.
2: Why, yes, Woo-hoo. yes, she does. Today is mine and Jen Kirkman's birthday. Ooh, Both East nice. Coast girls. Woo-hoo. Both super funny. Woo-hoo. Only one famous. (laughs) 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 Aww. Just (laughs) a. Right? I don't get a who on that one. I just get. No, actually, I do get a who. (laughs) 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 That's
0: amazing. You
2: get 50%. That's what you get.
0: So, I don't
2: know. All right. Are we going with like specific age whoopee Goldberg, like current, or any age whoopee that we just.
0: Any age,
2: multiple bonings. Okay, so...
1: (laughs) We'll be through the ages.
2: (laughs) Marriage equals multiple bonings, as established in episode two. (laughs) Fuck equals just one bone. Uh, (laughs) And kill equals murder, obviously. (laughs) 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 Well, this is hard. Because of the shared birthday, I'm going to say it would be awkward to probably fuck jen kirkman however she's probably the most attractive one so <laughs> i'm gonna have to fuck jen kirkman even though we share the same birthday it would be yeah. an interesting experiment
3: um <laughs> uh, i
0: think i think you should elaborate on that for a moment On
2: what fucking someone with your same birthday <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's our birthday. We're both getting laid today.
0: Just like some odd correlation. There.
2: Uh, wait, wait. Let's see. Let's see if we can take it one stage further.
1: Tell me more. Tell me let's more. See
2: what her year of birth is. Uh, she's older Uh-oh. than me. So at least that's going for her. <laughs> yep. how, how much older? You're like, oh god. Uh, she was born in 1974, so she is 43. Oh god. <laughs> I was born in 1980, so I am. Thirty-seven.
1: <laughs> Get yourself a nice shirt. Right? So,
2: all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna screw Jen Kirkman, and we're gonna watch a Red Sox game in the background. Was that happening? This is foreplay.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. It's the lead up, as you I think.
0: Will. Well, it hasn't happened for me yet. Now I know why.
2: <laughs> Red Sox game. <laughs> Marrying Whoopi or Carol Burnett. That's a really hard one, because they're both funny, so you would have daily humor. That's always good, right? (laughs) But I'm not sure I want to bone Carol Burnett, because I only know older Carol Burnett. (laughs) So that's kind of (laughs) awkward. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And she also did the voice in Horton Hears a Who, so that's kind of cartoony, however child-esque. I don't know if I could make that sexual connection with
1: her. She's retained her childlike innocence. I don't know.
2: So I'm what kind of... What is going <laughs> on? <off. laughs> i'm gonna have to kill carol burnett only because she paved the way for the other two women to be in my life <laughs> and i guess i'll marry Whoopi because she's got a line of tampons that are medical marijuana laced some sort so no,
1: i did whenever not i'm that.
2: having a bad period at least i know my girl will be there for me
3: <laughs>
2: oh my <laughs> have god supply of them.
0: <laughs> so there you have it that's my fuck mary kill how about you tyler <laughs> i'm sold on oh, orgasmic tampons well, no, that orgasmic tampons.
1: <laughs> Isn't that all of us just want in life? Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, all that relaxation. I'm sure you'll be just fine.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> as for me, I'll change. I'll change it up I'll for a little bit. <laughs> I think I would. Because I originally came into this thinking I would marry uh, Jen Kirkman because I, I I know I like her podcast, like you know uh, I seem I seem fine, and um, her stand up on Netflix is really good too. But now that I think about more more about Carol Barnett, I realize that you know she's got a long career, so she's just pulling in the legacy money. <laughs> so <laughs> I could fulfill my dream of being a you know a trophy husband,
3: a trophy <laughs> boy <laughs> husband,
0: Cool boy, and just. Just
1: hang out and do whatever I want because I'm financially secure. That's um so movie. yeah, I would marry <laughs> Carol Burnett. I would fuck Jen Kirkman because I I also still love her and she's pretty. And yeah, I guess I would kill Whoopi Goldberg because she her character was awful in Star Trek. Oh she's
3: good otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, had, I had to find a reason to and like those
0: eyebrows came in handy <laughs> or they lack of. Like I had to oh, justify it, just it her... and I don't need tampons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I mean, that character was so poorly written, and it's not her fault, I know, but <laughs> that's the only thing I can come up for a reason to dislike her. She's <laughs>
0: like, tampons are expensive. <laughs> right? I'm assuming she's
2: getting yep. a, a lim- uh, unlimited supply for free. Oh my kickback. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Tanya? You chose this lovely batch of women. Which one would you like to bone once, bone multiple, and kill off?
0: Oh. I, I love Wobby Goldberg. She's really, really something special. But her, her name and the aesthetic of the eyebrows and, you know, they say once you go black, you don't go back. <laughs> Is that because you've been held hostage? Or, like, do I have a choice in this? So I find that a little disconcerting. Um, <laughs> Jen Kirkman, I think, would be really good at a party. Like, I think that's a party girl. So I think that's a fuck because she was amazing in... Uh, Oh, what's that tv show drunk, drunk history. history yeah um she really holds her own on that yeah she is amazing <laughs> in drunk history yeah. and carol burnett is definitely wife material anybody that can wear a, a curtain rod as well as she does is is, is a plus in my book
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's resourceful and great at parties <laughs> Yep. well awesome. i guess I guess now we have to flip a three-sided coin to see who gets sloppy seconds on Jen Kirkman?
0: Oh no! Well,
3: birthday girl, you're <laughs> supposed to
0: be like, Hey, it's my birthday, I get to go yep. first.
1: <laughs> you get top of the list. I'm just oh, happy sickos. to be there. I'm just
2: happy to be there. <laughs> well, now that Jen Kirkman's getting a mass pounding... Oh. Else is-
1: <laughs> now that we've finished running the train on her...
0: I want to be second I want to be second I call second shotgun shotgun
2: (laughs) (laughs) well maybe we'll win her over and she'll share our podcast to the world (laughs) I think that's a possibility
1: (laughs) fingers crossed
2: footnote this is being recorded on August (laughs) 28th How was your uh your eclipse endeavor? oh, it was a endeavor
1: um <laughs> so I went out with my partner and her family her her parents
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we took their grandparents' car, which is the newest car that everybody owns. It's only like a two thousand four, so that lets you know where we're standing <laughs> social economic wise <laughs> um,
0: I think that's the year of my car yeah. year two thousand and five.
3: <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's, a we went to Salem, which is about a uh, 13 hour drive with stops. You know, we got there and then the you know, we hung out with her family or her uncle and some of her uh, aunts and uncles that are up in that area. And then the day of the eclipse came. So we went up, you know, it started at about, I think, like 908 or something like that. And then like totality happened at like 1017 or something like that. And that's totality is when. It's a full eclipse. So, you know, Salem happened to be along the path of 100% eclipse. So it was one of those, like, it kept getting darker, kept getting colder, kept getting darker. And then all of a sudden, you know, we had to wear glasses the whole time. And then for about a minute, you could take off your glasses and you can just look at it. And it's the moon just backlit by the sun. So you see the corona. You could see a little bit of a, uh, like, a solar flare shooting off in one corner, like the lower right. And it was just... It was uh, it was fucking rad. It was when I was like, "Holy shit, I've never seen it like this full before," oh, and I kind of cool. want to like, yeah, I want to chase them now. Now right. I get why like, people <laughs> <to> do that. <laughs> like the next one, I think it's in 20, uh, 2024. Yeah, really. And it's it not goes... that
2: far from now.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, um the East Coast. Yep, it goes from Texas up to Maine. So
2: ooh, we should all go to Maine.
1: Yeah. Well, so I was thinking, but it happens in April, so oh, it's like the fir- I think it's like the eighth of April. So it's at the beginning part of the month, so it might still be kind of frozen there. So we're thinking about going to Texas.
2: Yeah, definitely warmer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely warmer. I mean, hopefully, you know, not flooded by then.
2: (laughs) Right. Uh, But
1: yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah, it was magnificent.
2: I tried to see it, but it was so foggy here. I was like, I woke up and I was all, I wasn't feeling well that day. So I woke up and I was like. Oh, maybe that's why I didn't want to get up. It's kind of gross outside. I, like, totally forgot <laughs> that it was, like, the day of the eclipse. And then yeah. uh, Tanya sent me, like, a text message and was, like, something, something regarding the e- e- eclipse, like, if it was clear or whatnot. And I was, like, it's fucking raining here. It, like, never rains. It's August. And like,
1: Yep. And, but, of course, it did on that one yeah, day.
0: Yeah, and then I was, like, oh, that's why it's dark out because it's, <laughs> it's eclipse day. And then the very next day, it was bright and sunny and like 20 degrees hotter. Right. Oh. A in the
3: sky. Nature's
1: a dick.
0: Yeah. And then the next day, it was more like the day of the eclipse. It was really weird.
2: Yeah, it was kind of up, huh. down. That's strange. But I remember seeing it when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure it was a total eclipse that we saw. Of the heart.
4: There's nothing I can do, a total eclipse of the heart.
2: We went to the Christian McAuliffe Planetarium because the whole school went... I think it was elementary school, maybe junior high I was in. I don't remember when it was, really. But it was cool because, well, we didn't have the glasses. That's new fancy um. technology. <laughs> we, uh, we all had to make like a, a pinhole oh, yeah, projector yeah. kind of
3: thing.
1: Yeah, like a light box, essentially.
2: Yeah, I don't really remember seeing the eclipse because... We were too busy, like, screwing off and, like, trying to get on TV (laughs) because, like, the news channel was there. We were like, hey, hey, and just, like, running around trying to get everyone's attention. So I probably saw it. I don't remember it.
1: Yeah, I remember a couple growing up the same way. Like, I don't think it was on totality, but we got some of it because you could look in the light box. You'd see, like, you know, a chunk taken out of the uh, sun. But this is the first time I've ever seen, like, a full one, and it was just, yeah. You know, I tried to take I tried to take a picture on my phone. I was like, "Well, that didn't take." So <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stare at it while I can. And then all of a sudden, it was over. And you're like, "Oh, time to put the glasses back on." I right. think in
0: order to get to work yeah. with the phone, you yeah. had to take a picture as a selfie.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I ended up just uh because like, it just uh, my phone has takes shit pictures anyways. yeah uh, you
0: were like regardless, so... it was gonna be a disaster.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want. I got like one like I got one picture of a selfie of me, but with it near me and that that took so. I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah, right on. That's cool. Well, that's kind of... We didn't even fucking see it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's
2: cool thing about the technology now is like, I'll go to some concerts sometimes and I'll take maybe one or two pictures. But I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time and effort on concentrating on taking pictures when I know there's like... 300 to 600 people here taking the same pictures (laughs) probably from a better vantage point with better quality cameras so fuck it i'll just google it later on and download it exactly i know that's like
1: her cousin had like a uh, like a digital slr and he had the right filter so he could take it with that so he had like a tripod set up and he was like taking pictures and constantly moving around for that, that one whole minute it's cool. like that's, I was like, well, if anything, he'll, I'll just, you know, grab his archive. I'm sure he'll have a great picture right.
2: of it. Yeah, right. Thank you. I'll take that.
1: Um, one last bit about the eclipse. Um, for anyone that is listening that still has the eclipse glasses, the group Astronomers Without Borders is taking donations so you can send that to them, and they're going to use it for uh, the eclipse that's coming up, I think, in 2019 in Asia uh, because it's a lot harder to get those oh, glasses cool. It's a lot easier to, you know, have the glasses and then modify them, repair them, than it is to make a whole new set. And then they just, they'll give them out in Asia for people that, you know, won't have them so they can check it out. That's
3: so really cool.
1: If anybody out there has extra, you know, go to Astronomers Without Borders.
3: Once upon a time, there was light in my life. And now there's only love in the dark. Nothing I can say. A totally eclipse.
2: So, in episode two, Boob Armor, um, <laughs> we spoke at length of Wonder Woman. Well, I was scouring the internet for hashtags to post. Did you say scaring the internet? <laughs> that too. <laughs> that, is that an option? Um, when we post my photo time. online. Right, right. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I said scouring.
3: <laughs>
2: Searching the internet, I stumbled upon a new movie directed by angela robinson who might i add is the director for our famous movie we talk about every episode
0: Deb. Debs. Deb's.
2: oh my god <laughs> nice. Deb's! it just doesn't go away
1: bringing it back
2: <laughs> it's here
0: However, so, since we spoke of Debs in episode one and two... I love it! How the fuck have we managed to bring Debs into the picture three times? This has got to be fucking... This, is, this has got to be...
1: Because we're fucking talented.
0: We are fucking amazing, world. Okay, well, let's hear it. What? What? No, she's obviously amazing. What is she doing right well, now? Well, <laughs> uh, as I was searching for Debs to... Throw
2: some hashtags on our last podcast and and tag the director <laughs> Angela Robinson, who is at whose Twitter handle is Robinson Angela, to throw you off. Oh, clever! She actually is, has posted a video for a new movie she's directed called Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. I sent oh. you the. I don't know if you saw
0: the trailer. Tom. I did, I did. I did see this. I didn't remember the t- the name of the the movie. No, I did. This is actually this is interesting and. I it I didn't collate it with the two.
1: But yeah, I, I did I did actually watch that when you sent it the other day.
0: Okay, I I was going to say I think we
2: talked about it but I couldn't. Oh yeah, we did because because yeah. that... you yeah. you referred to um a podcast. Spirits. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I was I was shamelessly promoting our podcast, Hashtagging away, I fell into the rabbit hole of the internet and concluded that this Debs director has this new project called Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, which is based on a true story. And from what I gathered from the preview and a little bit of other information, Tyler, you probably know more than me on this topic. Anyways, um,
0: I mean, let's face it. Tyler knows more than the two of us combined.
1: (laughs) The joys of being unemployed and on the internet. You just read
0: all day. Um, That's that's not true. You're, you're, You're a smart guy. So... The
2: original Wonder Woman was created in the 1940s, and it was was it was created by... um, The writer's name is William Marston? Or was that his original yeah. name? Is that his pseudoname?
1: I think that he that was his original name, but then he wrote under an alias or something like that. Okay. And, and I can't remember what it is now. Um,
2: and this movie is about the story of the origin of Wonder Woman, and it appears... That him and his wife were in a polyamorous relationship um, with a younger
0: woman. What's a polyamorous relationship? It is
1: a relationship. Yeah. Multiple partners. You know, everybody is okay with being romantically involved with someone else. And usually it involves like three or more partners, obviously. Um, But yeah, basically they have equal love for each other.
0: So we would never have to kill off anybody from Fuck, Marry, Kill Again. Right. We could just... Fuck Mary yeah. and fuck just polyamory.
2: <laughs>
1: fuck Mary Carol or polyamory. <laughs> Would you just want to? You want to just live and fuck all of them at the same time? You can do it with polyamory.
2: Stay tuned in episode four for
0: a new twist on the fuck Mary kill game. <laughs> <laughs> when Julie finally gets multiple bonings, woo! <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, one partner not in the mood. You got two more. <laughs>
2: Finally Wake home. up! <laughs> <laughs> but it it was interesting because this third person in their relationship, I guess, was the person that they based the comic book Wonder Woman on, and there was a lot of like S and M bondage kind of shit in the original Wonder yeah. Woman that was kind of controversial because you have to think about it. This was in the forties. Yep. And
1: when sex was, you know, sh- even yeah. more taboo than it is right <laughs> there now. There was
0: no fuck, Mary kill game. Which is horrible. (laughs) Unless you were Dr. Kenzie, then you were having a good time. (laughs)
3: Yep. (laughs) Um,
2: But it was. Which
1: Masters of Sex is a good series if anyone. Oh, yeah. That
0: is a good. That is a good.
2: Yeah. And it also has Sarah Silverman in it, who is also from New Hampshire. (laughs) Nice.
1: <laughs> Just tying it all in. Hell
2: yeah. But it was it was interesting because Tyler, you had mentioned that Spirits episode thirty five, where they spoke of Wonder Woman about it was more in length at the thirty minute mark. What was cool that they mentioned was that the Professor William Marston also invented the lie detector.
0: That is fascinating. Mm, yeah. So yeah, there's like, it's it like all you times know, how did he in, come up with that? Right. So, the, so that so that's where the lasso of truth comes in then. Yeah.
2: That's what they were saying because he invented that. That was like one of her skills. So it's interesting because the Wonder Woman was really... Based off of experiences of his life and then just kind of expounded upon those things. But yeah, having
3: yeah.
0: So then the outfit, obviously, this uncomfortable outfit that nobody would want to fight in comes from a, a bedroom event.
1: Yeah. It's not practical at all. Well,
0: I mean it's practical in the bedroom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> For
0: multiple <bonings. laughs> <That is> true
3: <laughs> Yep.
0: So I thought I thought that was interesting because I didn't So this is just some kinky <laughs>
1: I mean, if you look at it, it looks like you know a modified uh, lingerie made into armor. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 basically just lingerie made into quote unquote heavy air quotes if you can't hear it armor
2: Um, it kind of looks like what taylor swift's wearing in her new video in one section (laughs) yeah and and
0: fucking good for taylor swift (laughs) right if you got it flaunt it but i thought i thought it was interesting so above and beyond above beyond that that's a fucking great video (laughs) it's a great song good for her yeah nice
2: it's pretty cool but yeah i thought that was i thought that was interesting so while i was trying to shamelessly promote ourselves through via deb's I found a nice little rabbit hole of continued education for me on Wonder Woman. That's nice. so interesting. But, That's very cool.
1: Yeah, she's got like you know, like as they talk about in that podcast, it's it's so many, it's so funny how many iterations and versions of her there are as he grew, and then other writers took over and they kind of you know changed it up. Yeah. But. Yeah, like it's it's so funny. Put their
0: own S and M spin on it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's like, oh, hey, like BDSM is being represented in a comic book <laughs> and a female-led comic book. At that,
0: right? Come on, baby. Come on, baby. You can, you can
3: fuck with me.
2: And they were saying oh like, um, not this comment. One, one of one of the uh,
4: <laughs>
2: one of the writers were saying that that she's queer, which that was an interesting conversation. Conversation. It totally sounded like I was from Massachusetts all of a sudden. Conversation.
3: Conversation.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, that they were having about say, say Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge Farm.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> We talk some weird t- What what do I owe, what do I owe you in toll? Dollar twenty five.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah magnificent.
2: Don't <laughs> made me fucking come over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Shit.
2: But yeah, I thought that I thought it was kind of interesting because, like I said before, I, I don't really know a lot of these origin stories. I guess DC comics, a lot of them are sort of based loosely on mythology, is what I've gathered. Yeah, they
1: they definitely tie in a lot of, you know, like Aquaman being from Atlantis and whatnot. I'm not that big of a DC guy. To be uh, a yeah. Like, I, I know that I, I can I can see it. But even even then, like, you look at Marvel and they have, like, Thor, which is totally drawn from Norse mythology. So I think everybody kind of picks and grabs where they can. Right.
2: It seems like a good source to, like, go to. I didn't do
0: a lot of mythology reading as a child. Do you know what was weird in listening to that Podcast is the the idea that it was like a man hating group, like there was like a like a subset of a spin on it. Oh, the
2: Amazonian women. And, yeah,
0: and it was like they were like leave they were leaving like boys out in the wild to defend to fend for themselves, and like it was just like what the shit. It was just like an island of like fucking witches. I mean. They just, like, use guys to, like, you know, to to, to repopulate. They got confused with Salem. And they would do, what's that? I said they got confused with Salem, Massachusetts. (laughs) They got confused with China where you flush your baby girls down a toilet.
1: I think that's a a trope that pops up a lot in different uh, mediums. Um, the femme fatale, like in film noir, is a huge trope because it's, you know, women are commonly perceived in society as being the weak ones, but then, you know, they can spin that back around and destroy you. Like in a lot of film noir, there will be a woman who basically leads, a, like, kind of like a siren thing and lead a man astray to kill him or, you know, ruin him Mm -hmm. in some way. Yeah. So
0: that's like propaganda. (laughs) It's just not (laughs) well it
1: I just think it's natural order, but
0: Oh, no, nobody wants to be around nothing but bitches. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> it just sounds it's sounds just like... one constant period.
3: Yeah, no. Where's Whoopi Goldberg's sounds...
0: tampons when you need them? <laughs> it just sounds like free range chickens still in a warehouse. No, no, thanks. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Have you met
0: guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's it's, I just we know you right. You, you know, I, I, you know, I, when in thinking about it, it did kind of remind me that that like story idea. Something that came to mind to me was Sin City and the group of women that, out of like self preservation, created this community. I could, I could, I, that I could kind of understand. I could, I could relate to that. But what, what they yeah. were referring to was just all out decimation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: Sin City was a really good. I liked the first one. The second one was alright,
1: but yeah, th- yeah, it, it, the first one was actually really good. But yeah, the second one was, yeah, I just kind of watched it and it was nice to see Eva Green's moves. That's always a plus. <laughs> That's always a plus. That's, that was what the only thing redeeming of that movie.
2: All right. What I liked about the first movie, the timing that it came out, it was, it was really like filmed as a comic book. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was, um, what is that guy's name that directed it?
1: Oh, was it, was it Zack Snyder? No, I don't think it was one of those like bang, bang, shoot em up. CGI guys. It was
2: a interneting. Frank Miller.
1: Yep, I'm doing the same. Frank Miller. Well, he was the one who wrote it originally. It was Robert Rodriguez was the director. Okay,
2: Robert Rodriguez. Uh, Frank
1: Miller was the writer for the comic book, and then Robert Rodriguez was the one who directed it.
2: Yeah, and
1: and Quentin Tarantino for some scenes apparently, which makes total sense.
2: Just the way that he like brought forth. The fact that this was a comic book, it was. I I really liked the cinematography of how it was composed and, and thrown, you know, put together. Yeah. It was really well, cool. it looked like Which a comic book. Yeah. Like,
1: you know, I've read the comics and those are they're fun. You know, they're kind of you know gritty again, calling back to a film noir. Mm-hmm. They follow a lot of those tropes, and yeah, like visually, it's like wow, this looks almost panel for panel. Like, it's like a what was it, Watchmen? Yeah,
2: I love that um, movie. That was a and Homegirl, yeah, it looks way better as a brunette than a blonde. You're saying, <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Okay, Watchmen. He was, that was Zack Snyder. That's who I was okay. thinking of. Yeah, because he also did a good job with that. he also did I think 300, which was another another.
2: Oh, you know what? I didn't end up seeing 300.
1: It's it's a good representation of the novel. That's another Frank Miller, uh, comic book. Oh, okay. And it's you know it's about the bunch of Spartans holding off the uh, Persian army. And it's 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 visually really cool and a bunch of pectoral muscles. So it's not for you guys at all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's funny.
1: It's a, it's it's visually very cool movie.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I, really, I saw some. I, that was scenes that was back in the it.
1: days it really before.
2: Cool. Those scenes that I saw.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they're just really pretty.
2: I really did like Watchmen. That was really, but like I said, whatever her name is, the chick <laughs> in that movie, she. She looks way better as, as a brunette than a blonde. As a blonde, she's just kind of like average, but as a brunette, she's banging. Oh, <laughs> wow.
1: And that, and that movie also has like the weirdest use of the song, Hallelujah, yes. during yes. the sex yes. scene. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, this song really does not fit. Like, I love this song, but why are you using it why for I this already scene?
2: Now? I'm <laughs> why right now. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Billy Crudup? Crudup? however you pronounce that, his glow-in-the-dark wee-wee. I was like, oh, I don't need to see that,
0: but race <laughs> right after the placement of that song. <laughs> it's
4: all about the uh, angle of the put dangle. the
0: song and the wiener away!
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Your faith was strong but you needed proof You saw her bathing on the roof Her beauty and her To a kitchen chair She broke your throat and she cut your hair And from your lips she drew the
3: hallelujah
1: Welcome to Eye on Elon. Elon There was a thing that was posted today from the uh, Hyperloop that he's working oh, on yeah. And it's one of the Hyperloop pods uh, accelerating to 200 miles per hour in seconds. Woo! And I'll send you the link while my cat meows angrily.
2: <laughs> thing I worry about about one of these 200 mile an hour pods or whatever, what do they want it to go up to?
1: I think 200 miles per hour is the is the... Uh, the speed they want to okay. go to. Because they want to get from uh, LA to San Francisco in like under two hours. Fuck yeah. So this is like a test, test run of... You know, basically jumping on a train in San Francisco, being down in L.A. in a couple hours, you can have lunch, you can have dinner, you can go see a museum, then come back up to San Francisco. God, that would be so nice. Right?
0: Because I don't want to go to L.A., but they have a lot of good (laughs) museums there. Are there any concerns for the the fault lines that are there that connect the two cities? I mean, we don't even have the most current technology and basic cable needs because of how poor the the soil quality Mm -hmm. is here. Are they, like, I know they're going further, I mean, Excessively further in, into the ground. What what are what is everyone's thoughts on that?
1: I think the thing the the way I've read it before it's it runs like the uh, magnetic trains in Japan. Like the moment it detects there is some kind of uh, fault line activity, like above a certain quality, the monorail basically shuts down and it decelerates within like ten seconds. So
0: how do you resurface?
1: Oh well, it, it leaves you in a tunnel, and apparently there'll be emergency accesses along the way. Oh. Um.
3: No stopping in the white zone. No,
2: the
4: white zone is for loading and unloading, and there is no stopping in the red zone.
3: The red zone has always been for loading and unloading. There's never stopping in a white zone. Don't
0: tell me which zone is for stopping and
3: which zone is for loading. Listen, Betty, don't start up with your white zone shit again.
1: Yeah, so basically it's like an underground tunnel that shoots through the whole heartland of California, Basically following the I-5, essentially. Yeah, it's just, you know, if if something happens, the tram automatically will shut down, doors open, there's exits, like, I I think it's like every, like, half mile or something like that to the surface, just in case somebody, you know, people get stuck down there so they can get out and be above ground.
2: I kind of my my worry is like you remember when you went to the fair or like Six Flags or whatever your local park was called Mm -hmm. and you went into that spinning the room around where the floor dropped out (laughs) and you were like plastered against the sides so you could like crawl up and do this, do that, but then you thought you'd be funny and, like, try to spit in your friend's face and you turn your head (laughs) and then you're stuck in that position for, like, the next five minutes of the ride trying to move your head back, but you can't because just the centrifugal force is plastering your body up against your side of the wall and you have absolutely no control. Like, what if that happens? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I think that's why it's a ten, it's a 10 second slowdown because it's it's a rapid slowdown, but it's not one where it's going to like, you know, your body's moving at 200 miles per hour forward and now you have to decelerate to zero in 10 seconds. So you're going to get lurched forward, but that's why you wear belts the whole time. You're not allowed to get up and go around in the cabin like you would on an air flight or something like that.
2: That makes sense. So wait, what do you do when you have to pee?
1: Well, you, you fucking do it before you go because you're going to be there in two hours. <laughs> you better
0: hold it for two hours.
1: <laughs> yep. You got a small bladder.
0: I'm I'm very serious about this potty break thing because when I have to pee, I have to pee. There's just no way around. It. I think we're gonna have to try to get uh Mr. Elon Musk on
2: our podcast to answer some of these hard hitting questions we have about yep. potty breaks. <laughs> it's
1: like... You can get what what is that they called the <laughs> she we That's like meant for
2: for peeing standing up. <laughs> it's,
1: it's 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 that's meant for women who want to pee standing up who are like on road trips and just need to pull off the side of the road and relieve themselves.
0: Oh like the like the cardboard things? Oh I've seen like the like there's a washable one. Can you imagine having that in your dishwasher? <laughs> like,
2: oh my god. Oh that's how I pee standing up. No big deal.
1: <laughs> I think the shiwi is, it's more of a funnel. <laughs> like think like an oil funnel, but <laughs>
0: more... More An oil funnel. Wind shaped. Uh, a man must have designed that one. The one I'm thinking of is more like a fucking ice cream scoop that's been like kind of cut in half. And so you just like... It's, it, I think like a snowmobile company or something came up with it because who wants to hang their ass out in the frost? Okay, let me just tell you, I've gone snowmobiling a lot
2: as a child. And you always have to pee off the trail. And... Actually, I've almost died twice chewing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) But, because like, Well, I was young and I was like shy, so I didn't want to just pee anywhere. So you walk off the trail, but then you have to take off your snowsuit. It's like negative 40 degrees outside. Your ass is exposed and you're (laughs) like peeing on the open snow. So it's really, really cold. Mm -hmm. One time I was hiking Tuckerman's Ravine and it was like spring. All the ski areas were closed, but Tuckerman's, which is in Mount Washington, New Hampshire, in that area, it's open until like the snow goes away. You can go up there whenever, but you can snowboard in june so we
0: hiked up it. yes if you ever want to snowboard on some fresh cat litter that's your place (laughs) it
2: depends depends on, on the on the snowfall that year but um so we went up my stepdad and i and so we went up the mountain and i had to pee and i was like okay here i gave him my snowboard i gave him my backpack and i just went in you know and it was warmer so i was like i'm just gonna go pee off the side here So I I walk in, I'm just walking on what I think is snow, and then all of a sudden, I'm like,
1: (laughs) A snow bridge is an arc across a crevasse, a crack in rock, a creek, or some other opening in terrain. One, it is
2: typically formed by snow drift, which first creates a cornice, which may gradually
3: grow to reach the other side of the opening. Dangers. Since a snow bridge is thicker and stronger at the edge of a crevasse, a fall through a bridge
1: usually happens at some distance from the crevasse edge.
2: My leg falls through. Apparently I was walking on the top of trees, and I hit like an air pocket. Walking on top of trees? Yeah, because- How much snow was there? There was a ton of snow, so like all the- shit. When you weren't on the path, You fell down and basically I caught myself on another tree. Had I not done that, I'd probably be dead right now because I... Thank God I was in the forest above the trees. I was on the trees, but there was a fallen tree and the fallen tree caught caught my leg. And so I was hanging there and then like the snow had kind of a ice crystal top so it was smooth as smooth could be so i'm sitting here and i'm all like scooby-dooing with my hands trying not to panic and i'm like sunk (laughs) in a hole both of my legs are down and i had to like push myself up on this tree which honestly wasn't that big around it was probably like four inches in diameter a charlie brown
0: christmas tree pretty much
2: (laughs)
1: and then (laughs) and then Dun, 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 I like... dun, 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 dun. I
0: hadn't I hadn't peed at that point <laughs> and now oh. I wanted to shit my pants because I was so scared so that would have been the first thing
2: <laughs> right. So I I finally shimmied my way out. I I did the whole beer on broken ice. You just stay on your belly and shimmy out. So I did that for however long it was until I felt it was safe to stand up. And then I finally went pee like really close to the trail because I wasn't going back. (laughs) And then as I I came out, my stepdad had taken off all his gear and he started to come in like looking for me and the look of panic on his face. He was like, oh my God, are you okay? And my arms bleeding because it caught the tree and my blood was pumping so it was just like oozing blood everywhere and he's like oh my god what happened i was like oh my god I almost died it's like please don't do that your mom will be so pissed
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah so peeings really important especially especially when you when you don't want your butt exposed so I don't know if I want a hyperloop she wee because imagine if something went awry then it's, it's essentially oh, the whole my god. Uh, cabin is going to be sprayed that... like a window washer fluid with your urine. Oh, I mean, because who doesn't like a golden shower? 200 miles an hour, pee in your face. Oh, my
3: God.
2: <laughs> but it's, uh, it's from the Hyperloop. Yep. How did they test this? Like, where are they testing it?
1: They're starting to build it. They're starting from L.A. going up. They've had a lot of problems with uh, property disputes because the United States. Yeah. Going, un, you know, undermining people's property so everyone's been fighting them all the way up so the 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 test track they've been doing i think started in la and it goes like a couple miles north just enough to hit that max speed and they slow it down
0: oh i totally think it's fascinating yeah yeah. i i remember
2: because he's been talking about this for a few years now right
1: yeah it's the uh, boring program or something like that. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's boring <laughs> instead of boring. <laughs> oh
2: my God, that's funny. Um, that's it's like uh, so. in the labyrinth. Do you remember the labyrinth with the the guys they're in the tunnels and they're on the back of it's like a boring machine and they're on the back and they're like Mm. these little Jim Hansen Muppets like pushing up and down on the
1: (laughs) that's probably totally where he pulled it from too
2: (laughs) he's like I've got a great idea but I think this is really cool because like I don't want to have to fly to LA I mean you can get cheap tickets and whatnot but you have to go to the airport early then you got to park your car and then you know you fly down there. You can't get a flight back in the same day, or they look at you like you're a terrorist. And yeah, I've already been flagged well, as the... a security threat, so that's not great. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> so best not to fly. Right, so
2: I need a hyper bad.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like it's it's apparently gonna be like near free. It's apparently gonna be like they imagine twenty dollars or less per travel because how they want to build it is basically everyone who's working on it right now is working for free and getting stock options. Oh, cool. So if it's successful, they're going to be fine. Um, but they want to make it so that, you know, they make their revenue. Um... Yeah, that's
0: that's the scariest stock out there right now is Tesla stock.
1: Yeah. So for this, they want to make it so it, everyone can kind of almost ride for free like close enough to free and you just see adverts the whole time oh, okay. and that's how they make their money. That, so that it, it's basically like it's like that's, a, it's an internet model like a
2: subway system. Yeah. Well, that that was what Disney wanted to do with Disneyland was he wanted to make it affordable for everyone and it is clearly not affordable for anyone and I don't think it ever was at any time. But that would be cool because there's a lot of there's a lot of art and exhibits and stuff in LA that, you know, everybody should see but unless you have the funds. Oh yeah. To do it. But I mean think about it. That you could potentially even take a a school field trip, you know, like a after school program
0: or whatever. They can go down in a day, yeah. I just worry about I just I just think about that this is California. And I I think about something happening like what what happened in Hawaii when they tried to introduce that super berry. There was such a backlash from all of the left wingers and and you know the crying liberals and 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 you know the old hippies and all the surfers. The surfers actually were in the water and and, and blocked this thing, and I believe it it actually ended up working because of the coral reef. Yeah. yeah. So, I love the idea of having high access to things and, I, I mean, God, what it would do to the tech industry to unite, you know, Los Angeles to, you know, Northern California like that would be fucking insane. I know,
2: it, it seems like it would, Yeah, it could even possibly open up job opportunities for people totally you know
1: well it's funny because like it's it's being faced a lot of challenges here in the united states but in other countries Mm -hmm. like china india where a lot of the workforces that have to commute to major metropolitans this they are totally embracing this so i know like in india and china they're you know building these and they're they're totally the government is totally for it and they're making it happen because they want to have their workforce be able to live in the outlying areas and then commute inwards into the major, major metropolitan areas because you know, metropolitans are already overcrowded. Yeah, so. But the
0: caveat to that too, is that India is also over farming their lands currently right now. You know, they got all these huge contracts and they were making all of this money off of it. And, you know, nobody cries about the well until the well is dry. And there are sections of India where the well is pretty fucking dry. So it's just, you know, with, with every, yeah with everything that comes out there, the pendulum swings in the other direction. And, and how much is that really being looked at?
1: Yeah. There's going to be some repercussions one way or the other but that's that's yeah. the current stance of the government they're th- those two governments in particular are embracing it because it will be you know helpful for them in the long run yeah. because they can you know taxate those um you know companies that are making money and probably the Hyperloop in some way or another. I hope
0: it puts a big lightning bolt into just kind of human rights and welfare at that point. Yeah. Yeah, getting
2: more opportunities to more people. Yeah, totally.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> I mean, we'll see, like, you know, right now with uh, the hur- hurricane that's going through Texas, like, yeah. you know, Mexico's helping out. I've barely read anything about our government going and helping out. I- I've saw a like, couple... But that's not true. I've, I've... ...things about like our army heading in, but like Mexico is already offering money to... I actually... Actually,
0: Julie and I lived in Houston for a very long time. I lived in Houston for 10 years. And a friend of mine who owns an ice house out there in Katy, she actually took a picture of fire trucks coming from Los Angeles. So, Oh, nice. I did see, too, yeah. that it was
2: interesting because Ted Cruz refused.
1: Voted against.
2: Yeah, he... I think oh, he, would
1: like, voted against Katrina. Uh, Sandy. Hurricane like Sandy,
2: which or was Sandy. in, yes, in, in was. New York. So he was a no vote for Sandy in New York. And now he's asking for money for Texas, which I think it's good that he's asking for money for Texas, but I think he's such a douchebag to like have not helped with Sandy because <laughs> it, it was so fucked up there. We went- God, those poor people are getting going through it again. A few, <laughs> a few weeks. Yeah. We went a few weeks yeah. after the hurricane. We had to get to New York and in order to get to New York, we had to fly into New Hampshire, take a car to a train, take the train to a bus. And take the bus into New York. Del.
3: oh, oh! Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows.
4: Those aren't pillows.
3: Ah! Ow! Ow! Ow!
2: Or pillows, (laughs) um, in order to get into the city itself, and you know that that was totally fucked up, and like all the trash was messed up because there was nowhere to put the trash, and like the the chaos was like crazy. It was well, that's the
1: thing. Like once those floods hit, it hits the septic system and certain overflow systems for like chemical processing facilities, like that shit. Has nowhere else to go, so it just flows out. So the water can be super toxic in some areas.
2: Yeah, yeah, I saw a picture of. I believe we shared it on the our Facebook page, Tripez Pod, <laughs> and it was a nursing home, and all these old people were, you know, sitting in water up to their chest and it was like you know that's a total shit show because most of these people are wearing diapers at this point and it's just shit floating
1: (laughs) around a literal shit show
0: (laughs) my diaper's never been this soggy before right you're not cold, you're just dying. <laughs> Now's your chance, Betty. Drown yourself. You can oh, end it all. How fucking, can you imagine you make, you make it this far through life and your fucking last days, you're sitting in your own fucking diapy in a fucking pool of fucking water with fucking eight other raisinets you can't fucking stand? That's, <laughs> that's just awful.
3: America, fuck yeah.
0: It reminds me of that uh, Sam Kennison stand-up.
3: I read the paper, they said that a group of homosexual necrophiliacs have been going around to mortuaries, offering them money to let them come in at night and spend a couple hours undisturbed with the freshest male corpse. I wasn't trying to sell this as a fucking home game, all right? It's a story I read, folks. Jesus Christ give me a chance to do some journalistic reporting here, will ya I felt the same way I read this thing and went oh 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 thanks for the visual hey I felt sorry for these corpses man I mean you'd think death would be bad enough wouldn't you I mean the the one thing that scares the shit out of everybody is death you don't want to think about it you don't joke about it you put it out of your mind but you figure if you faced it that's it what could be worse than fucking death you figure I got past death I mean you hated it but at least you lived through it you know you got by it and all that shit I felt sorry for these corpses because I know these guys were laying out on slabs <laughs> they're in there going well well life was tough and uh yeah, it was pretty hard to live up to but, uh, I have I faced death and I'm glad I went through it and uh well I'm just I'm, now I'm ready to spend eternity in heaven and be with Jesus and Rock of Ages. Hey. Hey, what's this shit? Oh, I don't believe this. There's a guy's dick in my ass. Oh, you mean life keeps fucking in the ass even after your dead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> that's awesome. Fucked up. Hopefully everyone in Houston is is good. We did live there for a while, yeah. and it's, I mean, we would get floods pretty regular, anyways, but nothing like this. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. I'm glad we don't live there anymore because we lived
0: on the first floor and pretty sure we'd be screwed. Right, right about well, a friend of ours, his car broke down, and we had to push it because the the water was so bad it flooded the car out. And that was well, the okay. day she ruined my documents.
3: I, I. This is
0: not the dog. This is a serious conversation because the the weirdest part about it is I had never worn them before. I had never worn them before. I'm not even really sure why they were on my feet that day. I they, I mean it, she'd had them forever. It was like you know i'm just i have no earthly idea why they were even on my feet but boy i do remember that ass chewing <laughs> that's okay leather shrinks
2: and fit your foot
0: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i ruined the shoes because they were totally shaped to her and i fucking they were they got wet and they reformed to my foot which and i i i'm ashamed to say this i've never worn them again <laughs> <laughs>
1: ruined
2: forever <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you going to say? I was going to say um,
1: I had a pair of Doc's from like middle school to like early high school, and they were like the best shoes ever. But I yeah. I outgrew with them, <laughs> like so. Like I've never gotten a good pair of shoes as so, a you know the pair of Doc Martens I had.
2: I remember you know. when I I asked my mom because I had, I had really bad foot problems. And I asked my mom, she would usually get me the best shoes that she could because I had so many problems with my feet, my bone structure, not, they, not that I had smelly feet, but I just have bad bone structure in my um, <laughs> Just to clarify that to the world wide web, uh, <laughs> my feet smell like roses. Um, <laughs> but I, I asked my mom and I, it was like in the nineties, you know, when they were pretty popular and, and, uh,
4: we went Trump's to like,
2: look era. at him. And... Yeah, dude, and it was like a hundred and ten dollars. She's all a hundred and ten dollars. Like I thought, my mom was really gonna have a. Heart Rightfully
0: so. Yeah, that was a pricey pair of shoes.
2: I mean, I do still have those shoes. I have tried to stretch them back out and wear them again once in a while, but... <laughs> it's just not the same. But, you know, the 90s are making a comeback, so I may have to uh, take one for the team and start whipping out my Doc Martens again. Nice. <laughs> Celebrate the grunge era.
1: <laughs> you always move to Portland. What is that sketch in uh, Portlandia where the 90s <laughs> era is alive in Port Portland? So. Do you remember the 90s? Yeah. You know, people were talking about getting piercings and getting tribal tattoos. Yeah. And, and people were singing about saving the planet and forming bands. Yeah. There's a place where that idea still exists as a reality. And I've been there.
3: Where is it? Portland. Oregon? Yeah. The dream of the night,
4: dream of the is pour them, pour tattoo them. ink never Cars don't exist, right? They yes. ride bikes or double-decker bikes. They ride unicycles. Yes. They ride the tram. They ride
0: skateboards. <laughs> Take them out, Doc Martens, like, and i to
1: Portland. jeans, put on some flannel, and put in your DMs. You're good. Oh
0: my God. That'd be like a good vacation spot. Funny. Just kind of dip into the 90s for a moment and dip back out. Yep. <laughs> right? Flashback. Little vacation. (laughs) Remember the yesteryear
2: when things were simpler? When America was great. Oh wait. Oh
1: wait. Yeah.
0: Speaking of (laughs) I don't really want to talk about you know who. No. But somebody brought Captain Douchebag
2: that we wrote a song about and we dropped prior to episode two, which you hopefully have listened to.
0: Caught in a shit show, no escaping this reality.
4: Open your, your eyes. eyes, look, look up, up all these, these lies and
1: see. <laughs> Captain Wow,
0: that guy. Yeah. So, here's a weird thing. Uh, somebody brought to my attention. Do do any? Are you, have you, any of you watched any wrestling at all? When, when I was younger, it was like part of our household in some capacity so like gospel it, it wasn't gospel it was just it was gospel. <laughs> <laughs> apparently at tyler's house it was gospel <laughs> you wait till i hit you in the face with a chair uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i yeah i remember some uh we not I mean, it was on probably in the background. I remember the Bushwhackers with the armpits. The Bushwhackers. I
0: don't know who. I don't know who that is. But I, I remember like 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 household names like Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Roddy Roddy Piper. You know, so snap into a slim jim. Snap into a slim jim. Who?
1: The Undertaker. What was
0: his? Na- oh, the Undertaker. Oh, there you go. But anyway, so in this conversation with this girl. Wait, I
2: thought the Undertaker was a Bigfoot truck.
0: I mean, a monster <laughs> truck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. It is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Uh, girl's <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they were very focused white trash and it was on wrestling. So I have like this in my background. So I'm I'm having this conversation with this girl who's still like a diehard wrestling fan. She's like, I you know, I dressed up as Snake for Halloween and I was like, Oh, I totally know who you're talking about. So it ended up creating this conversation. And in this conversation, she brought up China. Are you guys familiar with China? I
1: know it as a uh,
0: I think it's next to Fe China. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's sideways. You've gotta be more specific.
0: <laughs> the female wrestler China! Oh, <laughs> the lady. Why? Yes, yes, I do know her. Tyler, do, you, do you, you don't know the vagina? Sure. Or the wrestler China.
1: It's hard to rhyme.
0: Tyler's
2: like, I've never seen a vagina.
1: <laughs> it's hard to rhyme a word like vagina.
2: No, her. Uh, she was.
4: Hold on.
1: I know of her, but like, I again, I don't follow wrestling, so.
4: My name is Joni Lauer, the China doll. It's on. (laughs) Author, model, singer, actress, ass kicker, above all, queen of sports.
0: Well, here's the thing. So this this girl here... Uh, was a huge uh, uh, in the wrestling community and really made it a point to kind of go through the ranks and go through all the the the, the motions. She won a couple of championships. Uh, she holds she held some titles, but she ended up kind of being a kind of a big character in, in in the wrestling community. And at some point, it all went pear shaped. And I think some of it had to do with her own drug addictions and I think steroid use and you know some of the common things that are a part of wrestling. Amongst acting and showmanship and and, and whatnot so she ended up not well it also is a male-dominated industry i mean yeah i mean that's something to be said she that's that's kind of the key thing she was somebody who uh, she was an amazon woman who stood out amongst the men. so her career shit the bed and she ended up doing porn because when you're a female wrestler where else do you go but to porn so she she didn't she pass away
2: recently uh she died in according to wikipedia she died in april on april 20th she died on 420 folks in 2016 in redondo beach california but she went to the university of Tampa. oh that's
0: interesting so she so she ended up having this like spiraling out in her life and she ended up passing away and, and, and whatnot but come to find out she's uh the wrestling hall of fame won't accept her into the hall of fame because despite all of the accolades that she held because of the uh, the pornography that she ended up doing.
2: Which was called One Night in China
0: and released in two thousand four, <laughs> <laughs> Of course. That's... But who is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame is our current president. Ugh. If you want to call him a president,
2: but... That's crazy. Not a
1: real person.
0: <laughs> but I just thought that's really How does...
2: interesting. So, so she she's the one with the accolades who worked her way up through this. Hasn't she beaten men also?
0: I I, I would imagine. Long, I mean, also? even a medium sized uh, man, I can't imagine lasting too long. She was like a python. So, and so she's actually
2: done a bunch of <laughs> done a bunch of.
1: Sorry, have a cat
2: award-winning things and she's not in
0: the hall of fame but captain douchebag is that is correct but more interestingly enough for me is i always feel like this whole thing is like a giant andy kaufman thing and that you know at some point we're going to realize that this is just a giant wrestling joke and now i know why because he's taken all of his cues from the wrestling community
4: you know what mr lawler I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, Memphis style? All right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farmer uh, Is that how you talk talking, Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? Buh. See, Mr. Lawler, you don't have any brains. I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. That's how I win my matches. I say the bigger they come, the harder they fall. You might be twice as big as me, but I've wrestled women that are twice as big as me, and I've mopped the floor with them. And that's what I'm gonna do with you, Mr. Lawler. You challenged me to a wrestling match. I think you bit off a little more than you can chew. I'm gonna wipe the floor with you, Mr. Lawler. I'll give you a little
2: That's that's his Bible. Gospel. WWE is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's, that's the end of it crazy. i'm gonna kill myself
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is Tyler's well, yes.
1: sorry buddy i'm out
2: that's crazy uh wow yeah that's that's uh pretty depressing so thanks for that
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was also in this real life i thought we were bringing. i thought i thought we were bringing grunge back i'm sorry
1: <laughs> right. make it dark
0: oh she was billed as the
2: ninth wonder of the world, and Andre the Giant was billed as the eighth that
0: is that is a fact that is correct, yes, yeah.
2: That's crazy. So she started in 1995 and there's a picture of her on Wikipedia and she is built like a sh- shit Ow, She's dude. a brick house. <laughs> she's
1: machi machi, she's, she's letting my, all that out. <laughs> it all
2: well, if we got anything from this, we got your singing. <laughs> so that's great.
1: You're welcome. I'm sorry. That's interesting
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sorry. <laughs> so why did the tool bag get inducted into the hall of fame do we know he that?
0: was part of some shtick where i believe and and don't quote me on this because i i'm not like so wasn't so captivated by this that i held on to every moment but he had uh had like some sort of like bet with the owner of the wrestling community and it, it was like this huge spectacle and you know much not much different from what's going on currently quite frankly <laughs> <laughs> right that's
2: interesting Well, apparently, money can buy you happiness, children. (laughs) So sell your soul and keep your cash.
1: It's all the worst.
2: (laughs) In other news, one interesting thing, I was listening to a podcast, I think I've already plugged them before, called A Piece of Work with Abby Jacobson from Broad City. Oh, nice. She has a podcast on WNYC Studios... It's called A Piece of Work. But the one of her most recent episode was she'll go and she'll visit the MoMA in New York and she'll speak of different art exhibits that are going on there and kind of like... Oh,
0: I have a MoMA shirt on right now. Oh, that's, that's funny.
2: funny. You know, it's like, is performance art really art? Is modernism art? Is it, you know, this, that, and the other? And, the, and they always kind of have different topics that they discuss. And and one of the things that they talk on episode 10 was um, regarding an artist, Sol LeWitt. Have you ever seen any of his... His paintings Tyler? No, I have not. Soloway is you would actually really 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 like it I believe. He he's are really cool artists we when we lived, Google it now. <laughs> when we were living in Massachusetts we went to the mass mocha there in uh, I believe it was in Auburn Massachusetts and the cool thing about that museum is it's an old converted factory which now is this giant museum so the building itself is an amazing exhibit you know all the old architecture but I think it was one entire floor Tanya is that was it an entire floor, like the basement or something? Was all of these
0: Sol LeWitt paintings? It was one whole section. Uh, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've been there. It was quite a few sections, quite quite frankly. So, in the in the in the building, yeah, is is an old is an old factory but it's an old new england factory so and in those times they just built by necessity so it really doesn't have any kind of rhyme or re- reason to it or so it, it appears to be so you kind of get lost into the architecture which is fucking awesome it's beautiful the floors are beautiful everything's beautiful <laughs> um but it was it was quite it was, yeah, a, it was a huge good. huge air, amount of area
2: and what i what i didn't know like, all, they were all different. There was, like... It's very geometrical art, and it's very methodically thought out and placed, and it's, like, I guess technical art would be a good way to describe it, because it is so methodical, how how he's placed all these different lines and, and um, shapes and...
1: Geometrical patterns.
2: Yeah, in, in order to form these great pieces of art. What I
0: didn't know was that there was a galleries... systematic rhythm to it oh.
2: yeah so you can like in this episode she's at the moma in new york and she's with a group of students who are actually going to make a soul wit. and it was interesting because basically it's some ikea instructions <laughs> and it's like start at the corner draw a diagonal line and you know move down to the edge and then repeat this process with different color marker or whatever and then when it was done even though i made it today and 2017 and he died in 2007 you've just made a soul to wit because you followed the process and and uh, and I was like that's crazy because there's
1: a formula for the whole thing yeah
2: and what what was interesting what what she said also was like it it's kind of up to interpretation like if you read the directions wrong but you're still following the directions you're you know yours might be upside down or it might be turned to the left further than someone else's. So if you have like five people make the same of wit they could all potentially look different. It's a visual
0: representation of telephone. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> he's a really cool artist and you should, like anybody who's listening, definitely Google him and, and see his artwork and check out the podcast where they talk about it. But any of his artwork, if you can like ever go see it or even just see it online.
0: Make uh, it a point so to go to, to like Massachusetts, it. Go to the Berkshires.
1: Check it out, yo! Check it, check it out.
0: Everybody should go to the Berkshires. Berkshires are beautiful. Make it a point there. And there's amazing museums there. Little things all tucked away in nooks and crannies. Things, things in this history, you know, of, of the United States that you just are not going to find at the Smithsonian. You're not going to find it anywhere else. You're going to find it in the Berkshires.
2: Yeah, if you if you can ever make it to the Berkshires to the Mass Mocha, there's also another museum out there which is really cool. It's called. Uh, Chesterwood. It's the country home studio and gardens of America's foremost public sculptor Daniel Chester French it's in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. And he's actually the guy who um, made the Lincoln Memorial. Oh nice. So you go there. It was really interesting because like we accidentally found a small found this place because it's his house. Yeah. It, it's like a barn and a house. And we were like, What is this? Let's go here. So we, we wound up in there and then like we walk through the door and we're looking at the Lincoln Memorial. However, it's about as tall as we are (laughs) it was just like it was a trip because i was like oh my god i've seen this and it's huge and to like stand next to it at the scale model that he did beforehand was pretty freaking
0: amazing so we built a couple of those before he actually ended up constructing the the larger scale model but i think the coolest thing about it not that it's kind of macabre i'm not i'm not a macabre person but the coolest thing that they had there was they had Lincoln's face to his death mask there because he obviously you you know used it for the sculpture and he they had castings of of abraham's lincoln's hands and it was like oh my god it's like this is as close as i could possibly be Going to now. this segment of history and there was like it was just me julie and a girl working there
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. Nobody, nobody was there. Cause it that's
1: was- really cool actually.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah, their website is chesterwood.org. It's a super cool museum and, and they have like, um, they feature oh, other beautiful. artists out in the, in the grounds. Um, and there's like an area you can go hike around and see a bunch of different things. We actually were the last people to leave. Cause a couple people came after us and we were hiking around and like, they closed at Sunset, and we got lost in the woods a little bit. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, like, there is this one guy, kind of patiently, unpatiently waiting for us. Oh, did you have a great time? And we're like, sorry, dude, we got it's Like lost. the Walmart
1: creature <laughs> on the way out. Oh,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here! pleased with us at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely one of the the best. Actually, it was voted best of New England in twenty twelve. So, oh, interesting. Or, Where or, was the 100. Hungry Caterpillar Museum? Eric Carle Museum. I want to say Northampton area. Eric Carle Museum Ooh. is in Amherst, New Hampshire, which is close to the Mass. I, like Am- I, I love it there. That's a cool museum too cuz you remember a very hungry caterpillar? Yeah. Like how can you not, right? Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. right, um, <laughs> childhood and, uh, material. <laughs> uh so it's his it's the museum of the writer of those books and they show you like how he made the artwork because it's painted vellum so it's hand-painted vellum and then it was cut into these pieces and
0: then they took photos of it it's like Matisse's for children
2: yeah it, it was a really cool museum and then they also have other artists traveling exhibits as well nice. but that's a really cool place to go too so if you learn anything about us from this podcast it's that not only will we all bone jen kirkman but the <laughs> east coast is a place to visit <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's the place to be <laughs>
0: in her vagina <laughs> oh no
1: <laughs> thank you for listening to this month's episode of TriPace pace pod look forward to hearing our voices in your ear holes once again at the beginning of next month don't forget to like and subscribe to TriPace pace pod on itunes google play or soundcloud because it stimulates dopamine production in our brains every time you do you can creep on us from afar at facebook instagram or twitter at try pod And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TryPaySpot.com. And as always, you're awesome.
0: But on the plus side, when he wanted canned food, he would just put his paw on the can opener. Because it was just an electric (laughs) can opener. (laughs) Feed me, 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 me. bitch. (laughs) In the middle of the night, they would just hear me, 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 me. They'd unplug it. It's like, this thing's broken.
2: Somebody give me a new can opener. That's funny. I remember those can openers. I'd much rather have a handheld one. Yeah. <laughs> that shit always just, like, ate the label and, and fucking, like, ripped off the label. And you are like, I can't get this stupid thing on. Right?
1: Well, it's funny. <laughs> That's but like,
0: what's wrong with me. Avocado <laughs> grain of straw. I used to have, like, the uh,
1: can opener cat food. And then all of a sudden it became, like, the pop top. Like, where you pull the tab and pull it yeah. away. And, and like, anytime I have soup now, it's like I pop it open and, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have some chicken noodle. And then, like, the cats come running. He's like, no, <laughs> this is for me. <laughs> right?
2: like,
0: no, damn It's like, oh,
1: well, I guess I gotta feed you, right?
0: now. <laughs> That's That's funny. <laughs>
2: It's like the, uh, Pavlov's dog. It's like the canning in- industry took a hint from the failed pull tab on the beer cans, <laughs> and they were like, oh, I got an idea!
1: <laughs>
2: Finally! Tuna for everyone! Woohoo! <laughs> Pretty much. I'm sick of opening my can with a fucking rock! <laughs> you can open a coconut that way, too. Oh, no.
3: Nice.
0: Like, the same way? Do you have to circle it around, or? I don't fucking know.
2: <laughs> I,
3: just
0: wonder. I, just, I mean, I if you're just bashing it, you could do anything. I can't. I don't know how to do it.
2: I would think you would need a hammer to smack a nail. I mean, smack the rock. I've into seen it, it. done
3: on the
1: corner, but I'm sure you could do it with like a hammer. Because you can take or something. a rock
0: and rub it around the rim
3: of a can, right? Like and, and... Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's getting tastefully erotic up in here. Well, that's,
3: I think, no,
0: <laughs> uh, wait, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. I
3: hear some banjos.
0: No second i want to be second i want to be second (laughs) hold on i gotta i gotta look this up it's like a weird hack hold on it did so we took a can of tuna hold on i'm not really good
1: at and then you rub it out what else
0: but i think you can like circle (laughs) clearly i've already said this but you like, yeah, like a, a rib job on... Sounds like the worst, though. <laughs> it's just like a, like a rib job around the... <laughs> <laughs> what if I want soup? <laughs> <laughs> the comments, the fucking pits of hell.
1: All right, we've nailed it. we <laughs> the apex of right, our podcasting well, experience.
2: Uh, I know what our, <laughs> know what our, our outgoing clip is.